una vez un gran rey que tenía muchas tierras, un castillo y también un amor. Pero los caprichos de ese amor con el tiempo sin castillo y sin tierras lo dejó. Welcome in, everybody, to the Liga MX Fantasy Podcast. What's up? We are back for another showdown slate. It's your boy Trip and B, and I'm here with my boy Era Boy 14. What's up, Enrique? How are you doing, man? What's up, man? Here in this um, Liga MX late night pep talk. Yeah, it's uh, it's late uh, Thursday night, and uh, the slate came out a few hours ago for a showdown slate on Friday. So we figured we get after it. I'm an old man, so I'm. About ready for bed, but I, I got. Hopefully, I'll come up with some good picks for you guys uh, as we look at this this game, uh, or at least get us through the podcast. And uh, we'll count on Arab Boy to come up with the picks. So happy, uh, happy League MX, man! We're back, we're back in. We've been a couple weeks into the season now, and DraftKings has been kind of messing with us a little bit, giving us a lot of showdown slates. But we did get a few classic slates. Uh, I don't know what to think, but they don't really tell us what they're doing on League MX, but we just take what we get, basically. Yeah, man, they hit us with the showdown on Friday night. Just my luck. Friday night. Yeah, you're, your two favorite things, Friday night soccer slates and showdown slates. What's up? Are you even going to play this showdown? I thought you, uh, you're you boycotting them. My mind tells me yes. <laughs> my heart tells me no. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you know, it's... You're ready to boycott tough. the slate until about a few minutes after the yeah, starting time. Yeah, it's tough not to play strong. some soccer, right, man. Yeah. It's tough yeah. not to play some soccer, when, you know. That's all you know. As you see those starting 11s, you're like, ah, oh, this guy's in. I got to get a lineup. <laughs> yeah, man. I messed out on the Copa del Rey showdown today. I, yeah. I went on strike when I, I could have won. I had my lineup in my head, and I knew I could have won. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the problem. You go on strike. Yeah, exactly. I would get the winning lineup. That's the problem. Showdown's so, yeah. crazy, man. I like showdown. Like, uh, uh it's a little bit nuts, and you can lose big. I lost. I've actually the last couple of days. I lost big on late goals in the FA Cup showdowns that Joe Salou scored for Newcastle killed me, and freaking Harry Wilson scored for Derby just killed me. Just like dumb goals. So showdowns brutal, but it's tough to stay away sometimes. It's tough on my side. I went like ten percent of the times I played showdown. So. The Copa del Rey Classic slates I've been crushing, actually. I've, been, I've won all three days in a row. It's pretty pretty nice. But I'm giving it back on showdown. So. Yeah, I've always liked the Classic slates. I have a better edge on the Classic games. But, I mean, whatever we have on Liga Max, I'm down for it. So. Yeah, my theory is that once NFL ends, like, all 100%, then we'll, they'll get back to offering the... Uh, you know, the three-game and the four-game classic uh, slates on Saturdays for League MX. I hope so, because those those were really where it was at. They, they made the game a lot of fun, and it sucks to just be stuck on showdowns only this year. Yeah, but I believe it's going to be next week since we have the um, championship uh, games this weekend, I think. Yeah. So next week we should be back on track. So we shall see. Um Other things going on in the League MX fantasy world. I mean, it's a small community. There's only about... A handful of us that play all the time, so like a lot five. of people, yeah, a lot of a lot of us know each other. And man, I gotta say, just you know, on behalf of the community, like let me let me just give you an intervention right here, you know, right here and now on this podcast, man. You gotta you gotta call a truce with your boy Javi Lemus, man. It's getting bad on Twitter. Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm messing with you, man. You know, um, I like the trash talk. That's, you know, part of my lifestyle. I've been 
doing it for pretty much all my life. Right. And, um, I mean, I don't, I don't mind calling the truth, but Buddy just keeps going. And, okay, I guess he wants to keep going at war, so I'm down for it. I think both of you guys have... Uh... Have sworn, have blocked each other, and sworn that you you know you're done with this uh this battle at least two or three times each. But it's pretty funny. Uh, our boy Danny Durfan, he he's like, is that can I block screenshots, please? <laughs> he's tired of see, he's tired of seeing the screenshots from you guys. So that's pretty funny. Yeah, man. You know, it's it's a back and forth, I guess, um, DFS relationship. Yeah. Slash rivalry. I saw you guys playing but, tennis head to heads for twenty bucks, and I just yeah, like, man, I knew it had gone too far. It's getting yeah. that bad. It's getting that bad. <laughs> hopefully, so, uh, hopefully, you guys can face off on this showdown slate tomorrow. Let's get to it. It's been we've been we've been talking around it too much. What do you think, Puebla versus uh, Santos Laguna? What do we got? Actually, I have something to um, call out on our. First oh my episode. bad, sorry. My bad, sorry. On our on our first episode, if you guys. Uh, go back to the first episode of this season, which was a show that with Puebla in it as well. I actually called it out, man. I called the one-one result out, and it was one-one. It was Grosul and um, Puebla one-one. Yeah, um, the champs. Of course, the Cavalini goal. You know, the GBP goal. I called it out. So, you guys gotta start listening to these um, insights. That I might be throwing out these showdowns. <laughs> yeah, man, I think we talked about on the podcast how you were gonna fade Cavallini for a, like a more floor dependent player, and then you, lo and behold, your lineup turns out there's Cavallini in your lineup <laughs> scoring goals. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I, uh, who could forget that slate? Yeah, man, you know, every time I see Cavallini, I just see Benny Cash all around it. So pretty oh, much, boy. that's the that's the, that's the pick. That's the well, pick we got. To go for. This is a crazy slate because we got not only do we have Cavallini as our Vinny Cash goal scoring forward play, but we got Julio Furch on the other side. Uh, fits right in that same mold too. So um, it's interesting. Why don't we do this when we do showdowns rather than breakdown position? We kind of go by salary tier. So why don't we talk about all the guys who are like nine k and above from which Chumacero up through Cavallini, basically the top you know ten guys on the on the salary list. What, where do you see some breakdowns? Who belongs in this group? Who's overpriced? What? Give us some info. Um, starting off with Chumacero at 9,100. I liked him a lot last season, but I've been seeing recently that he's been getting subbed off, and that scares me away from playing him. But he's, he's a decent play, but it's not on my six-man build. Yeah, he's he hasn't he's played uh, sixty minutes and sixty eight minutes in the two games so far this uh, cluster, so not not ideal at all. And the other two guys above him, which are Setre and Espiricueta, those are both bench players. I mean, if either or start tomorrow, it's a pretty good um, GPP play because they also get subbed off, but they get wide and start crossing and stuff. Neither of those guys have any game logs in the in the DraftKings list because, like you said, they're bench players. Could lead to lower ownership because people don't know really what to expect from them. But if you see them in the starting lineup, can you get? Would you say people should fire those up, those guys up, or? Yeah, I will. I will put um, Espiricueta ahead of Setre, but they're both good plays as they start tomorrow. Any of them. 
All right, what if we uh, if we keep going up higher in the range? You know, for the Furch, Valdez, Elustiza, Lozano, Cavallini. Wh- wh- who are you putting in your lineups? Who are you fading? Um, definitely fading Tabo because he has a red card. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You notice I didn't mention him. He's already suspended again for the second time this tournament, right? So, oh, man, Tabo. He just I don't know. He goes out there and just gets red carded and be like, hey. I still get paid, so whatever. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I think my cash lock tomorrow would be Lozano for 13200 Right. He takes most of the um, Santos set pieces. He shares them with um, Valdez. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Is what, what about the if you see Lozano and Valdez both in the lineup? What, where I think do you I plug go? them both in. Really? Okay. I like them guys. Even on the road, the game's a pick 'em as far as I know on the on the Vegas spread. It's it's pretty close. It could go either way, but uh, well, that's even, the Vegas spread on the Arrowboy spread. I favor Santos. You think? Yeah, yeah CSL's got this. Yeah, just based on the form they showed in the in the previous tournament, I would kind of lean towards Santos by default over Pueblo. But Pueblo's a home team. They they got a couple good players. They did bring in Alistiza, like we talked about on a previous pod. He's, you know, he's getting more integrated at the team. It's possible he could start. He hasn't started, as far as I know, in the first two games. He subbed in, right? Yes, Alistiza. Uh, I believe due of age, you know, he's been coming off the bench, but um. He's definitely a play if he starts tomorrow because I'm pretty sure he'll take over the set Do you think he'll go 90 minutes if he starts? No, that's the thing. I don't think he'll go more than 70 minutes. But, I mean, for his worth on the field, I I would like my lineup for starts. Yeah, I think all that is definitely, like you said, pointing to uh, Lozano and Valdez. Those are our highest floor plays in this range, but... The the goal guys Furch and Cavallini could could be heard from as well. So it kind of depends which way you want to go. You and I are both tend to build floor, but like you said, sometimes in the showdowns you need to chase the goals. So who knows where we'll end up? Yeah, one I believe one of them guys can score tomorrow either or or even both. So uh, if we move forward, if we do more of a mid, let's look in the mid range from six k to nine k. So that's going to take you everywhere from. Uh, Debuen from CSL all the way up to Ariola from Puebla, everybody in between. A lot of bench guys in this range, but there's also some pretty nice mid value plays. Are there any guys you're targeting? Make sure you get in here. Um, between that range, um, liking Loroña, the right wing back of Puebla, Vladimir, yeah, for sure. Elvis comes through with He's, his peripherals. He, we talked him up last pod as, as a possibility. He had a really good game, so hopefully he'll keep that form, right? He had 18 and a half DraftKings points a couple point games ago, then followed up with seven and a quarter the game after that. So he's shown a pretty nice floor, you know, seven, seven to ten points easily with some upside. And the uh, other call I'll probably say Ariola for 8,600 due to he has. Um, a couple set pieces okay. when he's on the um, field. You think he would poach some from uh, from Alistiza if you know if they're both out there to start together? 
Um, maybe not, because Alistisa likes to hog the ball when there's, like I said, peace. But um, the thing about Ariola, he's more like a center back, but he gets wide. He's that kind of player that just gets out of position and starts, like, going up and starts crossing and shooting. Yeah, and if if Alistisa is not in the lineup, if he's on the bench and Tabo is suspended, you know, for the red card, it's possible Ariola could have most of the set pieces. So definitely could be a nice, nice piece there. Yes, um, and the other calls would probably be Garnica and GPP because he's a right midfield mm-hmm. at 6,100. He gets subbed off, but I mean, for what he does in the field, I don't mind putting him in my lineup. Yeah, he tends to bring some uh, some open play value. This is a guy that I think we talked about towards the end of last year, but he didn't get on the field too much, but uh, Preciado for CSL. Pretty good play. Yes, he plays on the left side, I think, of the midfield. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's good, but I think Lozano and Maldes take most of his floor when they're in the field. Yeah, and he's another guy who's been getting subbed off early, at least in the first two games. So tough to, you know, his fantasy points per game jump number might jump out at you a little bit, but he, he he's not quite as trustworthy. Uh, what about? You said you liked Ariola. What about on the other side of a, a defender in this range, Artiega? Santos fullbacks, they're good in real life, you know, but mm-hmm. as far as the EFS, they, they don't produce much. Gotcha. So, especially on the road, they, they may not be necessarily the the attacking fullbacks you're used to playing in some other DFS leagues, is what you're, what you're saying. Yes, and um, probably I would give um, Orantia a shout-out if he starts for 6,400. Uh-huh. He's, the, he's the fullback that would like to go up and cross. Interesting, so, yeah. I, I, I'm not too familiar with him, so that's good to know. It looks like, yeah, he, he's been in as a sub, and he, he, gets cross, he gets going pretty early. So if he was to start, yeah, he would definitely be a good play, good call there. I, I don't know him too much, but... Yeah, no, no, no. He, he was like 14, 13. He played with Pumas. That's where he started his soccer career. Wow, that's cool. Interesting. Little Your squad. I love when you're able to bring your, your own squad knowledge. to. to yeah, man, I was going to talk about my squad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got to represent my Pumas. Well, if I look at, you know, sort of the plays we've kind of looked at then here, Valdez, Lozana, Ariola, Orantia, let's say if all those four guys are starting, I plug all four in a lineup. I'm down to you know 4,800 per per player remaining player for the last two spots. That's going to lead, you know, probably some some dicey thin plays there. But the point of it is that whether you go with this four some or not, you're going to need some some cheaper plays to fit these expensive guys in up at the top. It's always we see this in the MX showdowns, so it's tough to go down the middle. With that in mind, let's look under 6K and uh, who, who's catching your eye under 6K. Well, a good play is Vasquez from Santos. It's the um, center defensive mid. He likes to get a lot of like tackles and receptions, and he gets a shot every now and then. He can you know build up a shot, like a shot assistant. So, I mean, the other cheap play would probably be some defenders from like Puebla, like Vidrio for 4200 or Palas for 42 as well. 
I mean, they can come up with a goal or an assist off a mm-hmm. free kick or corner. So I can see myself jamming one cheap Puebla. You just be like, oh, he's at home. Maybe he'll go up and get a few shots, and hopefully that'll and it'll be balanced out by fitting some of the bigger name guys in. Uh, do you consider either goalkeeper in this matchup? I know it's pretty rare in showdown. But I've always so. said that um, goalkeepers in any showdown slate's a GBP for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, Unless they, if they get the price down like in the like under fifty five hundred, like in the fifty one, fifty two range, sometimes you can steal value from saves, you know, even without a clean sheet. But I agree. Once usually, like in this showdown, they're both up around seven thousand again, so it's not really something I'm looking at. Um, I believe um my other lock would be Molina. For Puebla, thirty nine hundred, due to him oh, wow. um, taking over the set piece in the first game, which was surprising for everybody. Yeah, not bad. But yeah, the left wing back. If he starts tomorrow, I'm, I'm gonna have to plug that guy in because yeah, he's the one that took over. Yeah, the price seems a little insane for a guy who's busted out three crosses, five crosses. Uh, he's got a shot assisted. He he gets seems to get scored. Like even he had one really good game and one really bad game, but either one of those you would have been pretty happy with the score. I feel for thirty nine hundred. So yeah, well the second game he was on the bench, so that's the game that he didn't. Right? Yeah. I see. Yeah, it was only thirty minutes. So yeah, his per ninety is ridiculously good. So definitely keep an eye out for Aldair Molina for both a salary saver and just a good play. That's 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 good eyes. Hopefully, uh, people spot him. Yeah, and the the remaining um, mid range of 4K, it's the uh, Santos center backs, which are Doria, Netable. That's GPPs for me. I love it, man. So looks like a pretty pretty simple, straightforward strategy. Obviously, you're gonna need a little bit of luck and just sort of go on field where you feel the goal might come from in this matchup. I don't think it's gonna end up nil nil. So. Good luck building your lineups. Any final words of advice, Airboy? Actually, the people have messaged me, like their fan, to make a special guest podcast. I am down to do a podcast with either Javi, if he wants to cooperate. <laughs> Not, you know, He's invited. Me, He's definitely invited. Forever. <laughs> or um, uh, my boy Vinny Cash. A lot of people said, you know, Vinny will be Good input for the pod. Cool. Well, hey, you know, you know, the, those guys like those guys always invited. Let's uh, let us know if you want to come on, Danny, Javi, Vinny. If you're tired of being talked about, you want to come talk with us. Jump on board. Let's get, let's do it. Yeah, man. You you want to call it a Vinny pick play for tomorrow? Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be the road. Goal dependent forward every time, right? Julio Furch, let's go. I, okay, I, let's go. He's my Vinny pick all day in this matchup <laughs> for sure. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna predict a 2-0 favor of Santos tomorrow. So let's see if I can get two in a row. I love it. Well, once again, like I said, good luck. Uh, find us online. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Yeah, man. Good luck to you out there. Good luck to me because I may need it. Speak out, bass gets to pump and Rukas get to pump.